Welcome to the New Manager Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Nickel. Hello. I hope you are having a great day. And you know what? If you're having a crummy day, that is also okay. (laughs) Because life is like that. Not every day is rainbows and puppies. Although, of course, we appreciate it when it is. But if you're having a crummy day, you are welcome to be here just as you are too. Okay, today I want to talk about different assessment tools. In the business world, you might have encountered some of these already. Myers-Briggs is a really big one. You'll hear it described as MBTI, the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator. Also, Strengths Finder shows up a lot. Sometimes Enneagram shows up at work. And there are a lot of others. Those are just three that I am a bit more acquainted with, but there are so many. And sometimes my students will ask, Hey, what do you think about these different assessment tools? Which ones are best? How how should we use them? And my philosophy on this is that if your company likes them and uses them, great. I don't have a specific one that I really like. And here's why. What all of these assessment tools are trying to do is they're trying to get you two things. They're trying to get you more self-awareness and with that, give you better ways to communicate with other people. So for example, let's take something really simple. We can say, hey, we're doing an assessment and we want everyone to fill out this form. It will tell you whether you are an introvert or an extrovert. And so let's say that I take this little assessment And my results come in and it says, Kim, you are an introvert. And that means that you tend to be energized by doing work alone. You tend to prefer one-on-one conversations compared to large group things. It'll tell me something about how I tend to work best. Now, that's the self-assessment part. The communication part comes into play when I then realize, oh, of all the people on my team, three of them are hardcore introverts like me. Seven of them are hardcore extroverts. That might explain why I have difficulty communicating because I assume everyone should be like me. And this gets a little bit into the perspective of unconscious bias, which really is we tend to identify with people that we see ourselves in or things that are familiar to us. And so in terms of communication style or how we like to work, we can have a an unconscious bias, a preference for those who seem similar to us. So in this example, introverts, extroverts, I might say, wow, all the, all these people that are introverts, they are so easy to get along with. I really understand what they're all about. I like the way they work. It's fantastic. And then without that self-awareness, I will give them preferential treatment or I will be more generous of spirit to them because they have a similar work style to mine. The extroverts I might perceive as being 
difficult or distracting or they always like to be the center of attention because I don't have the self-awareness to realize, oh, they are different. They have different preferences in how they like to relate with people, how they like to communicate and engage. And so the assessment tool can become very useful at work when you use it for creating a conversation and sort of up-leveling your awareness of how are we different, how are we similar, what are our strengths, how can we work well together, you bring a little more self-awareness to the picture, which also then makes you realize, oh, we are not all the same. And different people bring different strengths and they have different ways that they like to work and different things that they value and care about. And when you as a manager understand what that is like for the different people on your team, it allows you to then lead and manage more effectively because you have a better sense of what's going on beneath the surface of people. And you can adapt and be flexible with how you communicate with people when you have a better understanding of what their strengths are, how they tend to see the world, what matters most to them. And all of these different assessment tools are ways of mapping that and organizing those ideas. And then they can shape the conversations that you have. And they also tend to be a lot of fun. They can create a sense of team building where everyone gets to have greater clarity around, oh, this is a person who tends to be like this. Now, the danger, or danger might be too strong a word, but one of the reasons I don't really like assessments is that they become really, really strong identifiers And by that, I mean, people can take them so personally and feel like, oh, I am this. This is me. And we can become really inflexible and very rigid around our identities around that. And if you are acquainted at all with the growth mindset, uh, like school of thought, and Carol, Carol Dweck, I believe, is the woman who wrote this book called about growth mindset and this idea that we don't want to get too adhered or too rigid in the perspective of I am this. Instead, we want to have this perspective of, oh, I am a person who is learning, is growing. I can change when I work to learn different things. I can find new ways of being, new ways of communicating. So there's always a little bit of this balance of what is your natural comfort zone? What is your tendency? And then where are you growing? What are you wanting to develop more of? Where are you allowing more of yourself to come into the world? And for each of us, that can look a little bit different, also depending on where we are in what stage of our career, as well as what is the influence of the organization we are in. What is the culture? What is going on in that company? All of those things can come into play too. So for example, in one company, you might, you know, your introvert tendency might create uh, quite a distance. You might be very uncomfortable communicating and connecting with people. In another company, that introvert tendency becomes a fantastic way of being because the culture or the team is simply very agreeable for your baseline personality. So use assessments 
if they are interesting to you, if they are useful to you, if your company is into them, great. But also take them with a grain of salt. Use them in a way that is in service of creating more understanding with your team, boosting your own perspective and your own self-awareness. But don't let them become too rigidified. And remember that the tool is in service of the work that you do together. It's not about, quote unquote, doing the tool right. Because you'll always have some people that get really into the tool. And some people who couldn't care less. They're just going through the motions because it doesn't feel meaningful to them. And that's okay. It's not a problem. So that is my thought on assessment tools. Just another way of coming back to self-awareness and communication. If you've had experiences with them that worked really well, if there are tools that you personally have loved to work with at work, let me know. I would love to know what is really working for you and share that with some more of my students so that they can benefit from all this shared knowledge as well. Thanks so much. Have a great rest of your day. Do you want personal, confidential help with your situation at work? I offer one-on-one coaching and can help you overcome challenges, reach your goals, and become a more effective leader. To schedule a consult, go to my website, kimnickel.com slash coaching, and we'll schedule time to talk about what's going on with you and how I can help. Talk to you soon.